Alright, hi, I'm Catherine. I go by Cat. So, uh, she, her pronouns preferred. Um, I'm literally a dumb bitch, chaotic meme queen. And uh, literally, just inject coffee into me right now immediately. Thank you. Okay. Hi, I'm Carly. Uh, I'm a teacher. I like to act like a big child. And my favorite food is mac and cheese. Da da da. That's appropriate. I'm Aileen. I'm an accountant. I am also addicted to coffee. And if I am not at work, which is almost all the time, I am on TikTok. If I wasn't one Jimbo margarita plus <laughs> margarita <laughs> right now, I probably would be asleep. But I'm here and I'm cool. ready. And I'm ready to talk about murder. Sort of. <laughs> I don't want a mac and cheese, but next I time. Uh, we got Chinese food tonight, so that's good. Um so this is the first episode of our podcast. We have no way to introduce the beginning of this. So I'm <laughs> going to just Chinese. start it off by saying I'm Kat. <laughs> I'm Aileen. <laughs> and I'm Carly. And I wave as if someone can see me. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We're disasters just trying to figure this bull out. So you know what? Give us a break. All right. Cool, cool, cool disasters but not in a derogatory way <laughs> i'm calling myself a disaster in a derogatory way <laughs> i only have two scoops of mac and cheese left that's really upsetting what kind did you get so today hmm, sponsor <laughs> lean cuisine <laughs> lean cuisine um you know i got this one for today's podcast because i figured start off with something new yeah, because this is something we're doing that's new. True. So, oh, you know, I'm I just realized pretty... we never actually said the name of what this podcast is. Sorry for interrupting you. Matt, go ahead, introduce <laughs> us. So, this is the first episode of our podcast called Murder, Mystery, and Mac and Cheese, where we are true crime and supernatural fanatics, I guess. Except two thirds of us my do weird not face. have mac and cheese right now. Yeah, you know. And um, as we do it, we're gonna, you know hopefully not be weird about it but you know eat mac and cheese because who doesn't fucking love mac and cheese and probably still be weird about it with the you occasional mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so continue carly i'm sorry to interrupt no, not a problem cat okay, okay so i figured so i i am very big into any mac and cheese frozen homemade boxed organic anything mm-hmm. so Agreed. My favorite frozen <laughs> mac and cheese, like frozen TV dinner kind of thing, mm-hmm. is Stouffer's. Yes, oh, I knew oh, that's good. Me too. Yeah. So that's I was best. like, all right, do I stick with the same one I like, or because I knew I wasn't gonna be cooking it. Yeah. And I was like, listen, should I just go with Stouffer's? But then I saw Lean Cuisine, and I was like, damn, looks pretty good. So perfect. Popped in the microwave got three minutes then you gotta wait it's upsetting you have to wait for it you're just like give me the cheese i know so you know how they always tell you like oh you know pop the pop the um the film cook for like three minutes stir and then do another minute Mm -hmm. i add a little bit of cheese shredded brilliant cheddar cheese right on top before i do that last minute oh my god literally genius genius yeah and it perfect it is it is grade a so unfortunately i only have two scoops left that's really sad <laughs> because i am Already. so late but it's probably fine. no listen your margarita's in and it's as you should we got we got chinese tonight at this new place and it's, it's pretty good so what'd you get i got um general so's chicken yes and it was like a meal, so it came with like rice and vegetables. So I'm like not super mm. fat today. Nah. On top of oh. my coffee and donut that I got earlier. So, you know. I'm super fat today. 
Mm, love that for us. <laughs> yep. And I'm I literally am sitting here considering getting another seltzer out of my fridge right now. And you I'm should. like oh. riding my margarita buzz. And I'm like, I don't kind of want to let it Do go. It. Do it. Do it. The you problem is it. I don't have pants on. Oh, crawl. Oh, good thing this is a podcast. <laughs> no one will see. That's true. No, no one besides you guys will actually see my naked legs. But you know, it is what it is. Oh my god, this is gonna be a a, like this can be interesting a shit storm, but like a good one. Mm -hmm. All right, so for the first episode, I figured we'd do something kind of well known, but also still kind of like ooh, spooky, ooky. Like, I don't know. So, I decided to do the case of Elisa Lamb. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. I don't know if you guys like are very familiar with it or not, but um, I'm just going to say a quick warning at the beginning. It's technically still labeled unsolved, um, but by doing this, I just want to take the most uh, care to be as respectful as possible because the family is still like wrongful death suits and like all that stuff. And it's pretty disturbing. Uh, so I'll just say that listener discretion advised. Whoever might be listening to this, I don't fucking know. Anyway, we'll just be, I'll just be as sensitive as I can. Let's go. All right. So just for some background, Elisa Lamb was a 21-year-old Cantonese student from Vancouver. Um, she was studying the University of, studying at the University of British Columbia. Um, I couldn't find what she was studying, but so she was actually pretty short um this will come back later this is important an important detail for later on she was five four um at least to me that's short because hi i'm tall (laughs) i want to i want to be tall (laughs) (laughs) thank you jenna marbles for being an angel among humans okay so in 2013 she decided that she was going to take a solo trip down the west coast um starting in san diego and heading all the way down to santa cruz um originally her parents were like eh, maybe not like that's probably not the safest idea maybe it's not the best thing to do but she was adamant to go she just wanted to get out there and see california and see all the sites whatever so she arrived in los angeles on january 6th of 2013 um and in order to get there and do all of this, she did agree to check in with her parents every day, which also is very important, um, you know, giving them phone calls and texts and just keep them updated. Um, she also kept a, I believe it was Tumblr blog about what she was doing and everything that was going on. Uh, so she checked in to the Cecil Hotel, which is no longer called the Cecil Hotel. It has since been rebranded <laughs> for good reason. <laughs> uh it actually did used to be a pretty um fancy upscale hotel and it was built in 1924 so uh, it's got a little bit of history there uh, wait what is it called now i didn't know they changed it it is it's called stay on main currently okay yeah so they definitely <laughs> rebranded all of that i see you attempting to uh erase your questionable past yeah, it's not going to work, though, because it's haunted <laughs> AF. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, since it's opened, uh, a lot of deaths and maybe supposed murders have happened there. But uh, so we can assume that it's probably haunted as fuck. Also mm-hmm. serial killers, right? Yes, serial killers. Uh, the infamous Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, actually stayed there during the height of his uh, killing. So already good already good start so you will fi- you will find me nowhere near that hotel ever. oh no you don't want to go there you don't want to go there no especially um, not carly <laughs> listen I'd, I'd sleep in the street first so already she was not off to a good start she checked into this shitty ass hotel that's old haunted and creepy mm, it's not great not great <laughs> <laughs> just not great no not at all so um this is where things start to get uh weird and shady um when she first stayed there she it was like a hostel so she had like roommates and was staying with people and um eventually they decided that they wanted her to leave due to odd behavior now wait the roommates did mm-hmm. 
they so thought they that like, she was acting out. odd, so they were like, get out of our room. Yeah, basically. Yep. So okay. can't can't imagine okay. how I feel about this now, but you know. Uh, yikes. Mm, yeah. Um a lot of like detectives and like uh, professionals have come in and said that her mental health might have had uh, something to do with this very strange disappearance. But um, to get into that, she had recently been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, but you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that somebody is going to go jump off a roof. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of, one of the easier ways to explain it, but whatever. Anyway, that's just my opinion. Um, and according to the National Institute of Mental Health, bipolar disorder is, quote, a brain disorder that causes unusual shifts in mood, energy, activity levels, and the ability to carry out day-to-day tasks, unquote. So, I mean, it could have taken effect. She was there by herself. She was doing this new thing, and she had just recently been diagnosed. So, But that also yeah. doesn't mean that you just, like, I don't want to give any spoilers. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, another um, symptom of this, and I don't believe it's super common, but something that can happen is it can cause episodes of um, psychosis. So, like hallucination. Yeah. Stuff. Yep. Uh so, like I said, she kept a blog and she would regularly, like, update her experiences with her mental health and her journey and stuff like that. So she was very open and, like, working on it. So, you know, even her parents and her family would go back and say, like, well, <laughs> yeah, she suffered from these disorders, but she definitely wasn't the type of person that would get on a roof and do something drastic. So, oh, who knows? This yeah, I mean this 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 case just kind of like fucks me up really good. So love that, <laughs> love that for all of us. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so January thirty first, a few days after she checked in and seen the sights and done her touristy things um, of two thousand thirteen, she was last spotted by a hotel worker at the hotel, and just generally being anywhere by yourself in a city as a single woman is not safe but uh, literally horrifying yeah unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. um seriously it's, i could go on seriously <laughs> uh, um and this was the same day that um the last day that her parents had actually heard from her and like i said earlier she talked to them every single day so um, that was the first tip off for her family all the way in Canada to say, um, what's going on? <laughs> what's, where'd she go? So they contacted the LA police, uh, which got on them because I would have been like, I'm hello. I'm going there myself. Okay, cool. So, okay. Yeah. Beginning of February of 2013, she was supposed to check out of the hotel, but she never showed. So that just kickstarted everything right into gear, the whole, all of that um, craziness, which I can't even imagine because I would probably have lost my shit. The second my child was like, I'm going to Los Angeles on my own, I would have been like, no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> not happening. No. Um, okay. So February 6th of 2013, um, LAPD released details on her disappearance. Um and just, you know, keep on the lookout if anybody's seen it. Kind of deal. You know, like missing persons. February 7th, they have a press conference. Okay. Um, yes. So that will be in two days. From in the eight year, years? Which that's also okay. makes sense because that's eight years since Sean and I started dating. So. Aww. Bittersweet. <laughs> She's still going. <laughs> Wow. I was trying to wait for it to like go like you know how it would like really like get super high pitched. I, I was trying, yeah. but then I realized it was taking too long, and I was like, "This is going on too <laughs> this is going long." Well. <laughs> anywho, yes, anywho. So, um, a week later, on February fourteenth, Valentine's Day of two thousand thirteen, LAPD releases the surveillance video, the two-minute surveillance video of Elisa, who was acting weird in the elevator. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but if you would like to, I can show you real quick. 
I have seen it. I have seen that as well. That okay. Is it's creepy. Up. It's creepy, right? Should we watch it anyway? Yes. Yes. Right, hold on. <laughs> Let me just pop up YouTube real quick. Um, it's so creepy. So, I mean, for any potential perhaps listeners that are listening to this nonsense right now, um, just uh, look up Elisa Lamb elevator footage. It's really weird. It's so weird. And it's unsettling. <clears throat> unsettling is a fantastic word for it because it's just Because like, you're like, what's happening? Is she talking to somebody? Like You just can't. It's one of those things where you're watching oh. it and you have no idea what's going on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is what makes it so confusing and scary. Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, basically you're watching it and she gets in the elevator. And then she jumps out and then she gets in and then she hides in the corner. And then she, like, goes out and talks with her hands. And it's really weird how she moves and her she hands. And she presses so many buttons and, like, hides in corners. Just, just wait until I get into theories because I think you'll be interested to hear the theories. <laughs> But like, she's like pressing buttons like and popping she's out and from popping somebody. in. Yes, right. she does. Is it a ghost? Is it somebody who's chasing her? Is it just a symptom of her bipolar? Like, but it's literally like she goes into the corner of the elevator. Like, it, she like kind of nervous. Who is she seeing? That's what I want to know. Like, is it maybe just? And why is the elevator not closing? That's the creepy part to me. Yeah. She's showing like lots of lots of symptoms of schizophrenia as well. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's show like you it's guys just have weird all been in elevators that. before. If somebody started doors, doing that, I'd be like, I'm out. Like, but elevator I'm, doors I'm, do not take that long to close. No, like you press a button and like they're still open. I like know. that's what's so scary to like, me. Is like, why are the doors open for that long? It's scary to me too because it's like. You know, obviously, she had some stuff going on, but she was getting treated for it. So, <laughs> I mean, I no, I mean, look at like look at her hands. She's talking to somebody. Like they're she's going like this. Yeah, that's bizarre. And it's like maybe it is psychosis. Like maybe it's just she's seeing somebody, and it's just she's having conversation with them. But it doesn't explain everything about how she how this ends up. Like it's not. Like, did, did you guys see, like, the theory that, like, the elevator footage was tampered with? Mm-hmm. That there was, like, a couple minutes that were, like, cut out of it that maybe yeah. would have shown if she was actually talking to a real person? Yes. I did see that, yeah. So, obviously, for uh, us, we saw that. But um, she is just acting strange, just out of the ordinary for anybody. She's pressing a bunch of buttons, standing in the corner. She looks afraid. Like, she's popping in and out of frame and popping out of the elevator which Elaine brought up a good point the elevator door doesn't close ever it's it's freaking weird so scary yeah elevators don't do that no and it very clearly somebody was holding it open yeah I know (gasps) right right it's weird like there's nobody there um but yeah, like she was making hand gestures, like she was talking to somebody. So I mean, who knows? We really nobody nobody really knows. Um. Okay, so we'll continue on with the weirdness, shall we? February nineteenth, two thousand thirteen. Guests started complaining about low water pressure, a gross and weird taste to the water, and when they first turned on the water, it came out black. And then oh. it turned back to normal. Oh. <laughs> Already, we're not off to the start here. I know. So, one star out of five. Yeah, no, I don't recommend it. Um, Why were people still staying at that hotel anyway? I would have been question. like, I mean, it was kind of a shitty hotel. Like, it's probably cheap. Cheap, shitty. Like, Obviously, it wasn't meant to be that way when it was first built, but it's just that's how it ended up, which is really sad because it sure would have been beautiful and historic and I would have loved to see it, but I would not want to end up dead. No, not now. (laughs) Mood. I would not want to end up dead. Absolutely not. Um, So just to uh, start this off, there are, I believe there were four water tanks, 1,000 gallon water tanks, big ginormous things. Um, I don't know. Have you guys seen the pictures of what they looked like? Big, tall, like, yeah. Like, super, super tall. Big, yeah. 
So just keep that in mind. Um, so then a worker goes up to check the water tanks and unfortunately discovers a rapidly decomposing body inside the water tank. So not only were people showering in dead body. <gasps> Stop. <dead> body. <laughs> no (laughs) okay when you say it like that people were showering in dead body like it's not gonna get clean which (laughs) it's really sad for her because you know if a body is in water it decomposes way faster right so um you know her poor family like i just can't imagine eventually at the autopsy it is identified as missing vancouver student elisa lamb on february 20th of 2013 officials released a do not drink order to hotel occupants for good reason (laughs) oh my god that's awesome i would have been like you don't say wait what was the day that her body was discovered february 19th and then what was the day they issued the order the 20th okay good i was gonna say more than one day that's a little questionable (laughs) um yeah i mean i would have left immediately right after the free breakfast yeah 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 after the bold of them to assume that i would have drank the water at all bold of you to assume there would also have been free breakfast (laughs) it's really awkward like when you're at when you're at a hotel and you steal like one of the water bottles and you fill it up with the tap water like so that was all black water inside of the so from what i read from like a few articles that i read it said that it would you, you know how when you're in like a gross like fixer upper house and you turn the tap on it's like brown for a little bit and then it like cleans it out that's I, from what i understand that's what was happening so it wasn't just black water the whole time but it was it started out that way wow i can't you know how yeah. many people must have drank that water what a situation for people to have to say um so the water tastes funny no and again once again it's really really sad that this happened because all she wanted to do was go explore california and just see the sights and you know it's so really stinks it really sucks and i feel for her parents especially because and then since they were so apprehensive of letting her go as well since they were in canada and they had to be like um can you guys look for my daughter because we can't be there right now (laughs) like Whew, I can't even imagine. Ugh, so, so um, this is kind of the beginning of when like questions were uh, brought up. Um, but before that, you know, they had to get her out of the tank. Um, so what they did was they drained the tank completely and they had to cut part of it out of the side to get her out. Um, um, so this is the weird, this is where all the weird shit comes into play. So the body was found naked in the tank with the clothes floating beside her. Like how? Ew, what? Yeah. That's um, oh, so weird. So, and the other weird part is when they found her, there was only about a foot of space between the top of the water and the lid of the tank. So, like, hmm, you know, like, what the fuck is that? Mm. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, detectives need to go back and take a look at everything that's happened so far. Um, one of the last people to see her alive, aside from hotel workers, was a bookstore owner who saw her buying books and music for her family in Vancouver, which, you know, if you put it together, it means she fully intended on returning back home to give those gifts to her family. Stop. Yeah. That's so sad. I I know. I just, when I was researching this, I was like, my fucking heart can't take this. God damn it. Oh my God. <sighs> God. Yeah. And the upsetting part is that it's still not fully uh, solved, really. Uh so um, her autopsy offered no answers, really. Uh, when the tox report came out, the toxicology report, um, she was prescribed with various um, drugs for her uh, bipolar disorder. And um, so, I mean, aside from those really being in her system, there were no illegal substances in her system. Uh one of the articles said that it was possible she might have been taking her antidepressants and antipsychotics um, incorrectly. 
which would have kickstarted a manic episode um scientifically speaking is what would happen if you take them wrong or you take them in like not daily or not when you're prescribed to take them it kickstarts a manic episode so that's i mean something that uh they came out with but there was no physical trauma on her body and no signs of sexual assault so weird a little weird really um yes so she's just naked in a water tank mm-hmm. and there's no real indication of like anything that happened to her Nope. I mean, aside from the uh, taking of medications, maybe not on schedule or just sporadically kickstarting that, nothing about that really made sense. Wow. So uh, as they are <laughs> totally entitled to do, the Lamb family filed a wrongful death suit against the hotel, but unfortunately got dismissed on the grounds that there were no actual indicators that anybody would be able to get to the water tanks easily. But still, I feel like it's still a wrongful death because it happened at the hotel. Mm, yeah. And they're liable for that. And the water tanks were the hotels. Yes, exactly. Right. So they well, because I remember seeing that, like, it was relatively difficult to get to the water tanks. So I'll get into that. Let me explain the process of having to get up there. Which is why it's fucking weird that she was up there at all. In order for even a worker to get up to there up to the roof, up to the water tanks. They had to go through different steps. And there were four different ways you could do it. You could go up to the roof via the fire escape, through interior doors. And if you did go out those doors, an alarm would go off if someone tried to open them. If not deactivated by an employee, if the alarm does go off, it went off on the front desk or the 14th or 15th floors where the fire escapes and the accesses were. But no alarm went off. So nobody reported the alarm going off. If you managed to get to the roof undetected, you would have to climb to the platforms that the tanks sit on, then squeeze between them and other plumbing equipment that's there to get to another ladder to climb onto one of the tanks. I'm getting the spookies. Yep. And each tank has a heavy metal lid that needs to be opened before you can even get inside. But it was closed when she was found. So she would have had to open the lid, get in the Take tank. Take her clothes and off, get in the tank, close, and close the lid, the lid from inside, her. in the dark, in the water. Not which is creepy. Yep. There's like, oh, that's just weird. There's no so, way. In, in summary, basically, in order for her to have got there by herself, she would have had to get to the roof undetected, which is the first obstacle. Get to the tank, lift the lid, take her clothes off, slip inside, close the lid with only 12 inches between the lid and the water. So, fairly impossible to do. You would have no force to close it while you're inside. Exactly. Exactly. So, if by chance she did manage to do this in a manic or depressive episode, it would have been very difficult and somebody would have seen or heard her. Or heard the alarm go off off the doors to the roof (laughs) um but ultimately the coroner determined her death was caused by accidental drowning yeah so her cause of death was determined to be drowning right yes yeah so she was definitely alive when she was put into the tank because i mean in order to or if she put herself in the tank because we don't know gotten tired just given up but again she had full intentions of going back to vancouver she's tiny she, like i said she's tiny she's five four yeah and pretty fine. slim so it's like she had to be like, pull, pulling um, a heavy metal lid back over herself at hands it just doesn't seem possible it doesn't make sense so this brings us to the theories what i've read online the most reasonable one that people are considering is that in a depressive or manic episode due to her bipolar disorder she climbed into the tank by herself despite the fact that her family uh maintains that she did not have any previous previous suicidal ideations or attempts in the past um which i mean i don't know because i'm kind of stuck in the headspace of like i mean it's i don't know I don't know. Like, I'm the more logical part of my brain is like, it's certainly possible if she was um, experiencing psychosis 
due to, you know, unstable use of medication. But, like, somebody would have had to help her. Like, there's no way she would have been able to do that herself. What really gets me is that how can they dismiss it as not a wrongful death on the hotel? I know. When they have so many... Well, like, on one hand, they have so many security... Right, but, like, she still managed to get up there somehow. Either way, wrongful death. Was there there security footage of her anywhere in the hotel besides in that elevator? I don't think so. Not that I saw, but I may have to just do a little more deep diving and update next time, but... Because I was going to say, I feel like in the, like, obviously you did more research than I did, but in the minimum amount that I've seen, the only video they show is of her in the elevator, elevator. which is the part that doesn't make sense to me. Because, like, you would think that a big-ass hotel would have more security footage. Right. She had to have been somewhere else in the hotel, regardless if somebody was with her or if she I was think, by herself she I had to have been the seen other, somewhere yeah i think the other um the i believe i've seen previously on like an episode of something on investigation discovery that there was video footage of her walking out of the hotel but i can't remember what episode of what show i watched but it was on investigation discovery and it was covering this case and i do think i don't know why i said it like that i do I don't think, think. I don't I, I do think. I, <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> I do declare. It's like The Office, where they're like, oh, yeah. I do declare. I There's mean. been a murder, and you are a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Aileen. False. Black bear. <laughs> what bear is best? Um, I think I saw footage of her walking through the lobby to go outside, but I can't don't call me on that i can't remember i don't know if that's true so she may have gone outside well yeah she went out and did like tourist stuff throughout the day she went oh. to the bookstore remember so right. she didn't just stay in the hotel but um she, so there she... wasn't footage of her going outside of the hotel prior to the weird footage of her in the elevator no because those are the clothes they found yeah right right i should have mentioned that huh um and naturally, as anybody would think, the next theory is that she was, in fact, murdered and a victim of foul play. There really wasn't any physical evidence to prove this, but people still think it's foul play because the, the circumstances are too suspicious. Obviously, we see she hides in the elevator. She looks afraid, but nobody follows her in. So that's the thing. We don't know. Maybe she took a stairwell. I don't I don't have the answer for that because there wasn't a lot supporting this theory, which is weird, but whatever. But it looks like she's talking to somebody. Right. Which is like, goes back to what I was saying before about how there's theories about how the video edited, the video footage was of her in the elevator could have been edited. Right. And that maybe somebody was there and the way that the footage was doctored made it look like there was nobody there. Yeah, it's interesting when you look at the video footage, it, it doesn't even look like she could be talking to someone that's out of frame. Right. It, it's, it's as exactly. if she's, she's angled toward the ground in a way. Like if you look yes. close enough, like as if she were speaking to a toddler. Yeah. Like, Ooh, very that's creepy. I don't like that. <laughs> it's a ghost toddler, actually. Gross. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's it's just all so strange. Like that's the word that I think over describes this whole case. Exactly. And it's really sad too because the family never got actual answers either. Yeah. I mean, I know I'd go to hell and back to try and figure out what the fuck happened. uh, Absolutely. Let's see. The other the third theory is that she was on hallucinogenic drugs. Like LSD. Behavior, yes, behavior might suggest <laughs> this, but everything else discredits as the autopsy, especially. No drugs are found in her system. But this kind of leaps back to like the misuse of her um, medications because only her stimulant medications were in her system, but neither of her stabilizers were in her system. Huh. Maybe she did go into a manic episode or a psychotic episode, which, you know, I can't speak for that. It's just a theory. So we're not, you know saying that this is fact i'm just 
saying that's it's a theory that I found out there. And the last theory that I find the most fun and creepy is she was playing the Korean elevator game. Oh, oh let me run God. through this with you. Oh, so no, <laughs> that's so sad. Here we yeah. go. Okay. Listen, that theory I like the best because her behavior suggests this. The elevator was acting fucking weird. She was yes. acting weird and pressing all sorts of wonky buttons. So who fucking knows? Okay. So if you're traveling, oh, the directions for the Korean elevator game are this. Pay attention. I might have to mute you. Okay. <laughs> Number one, enter the elevator from the first floor by yourself. If anyone else gets on then, understand you cannot continue from the first floor and wait until the elevator can be taken alone. Oh, I've already oh, creeped out. Like, oh, this yeah, is really the first step and I feel uncomfortable. I don't like this. You're in oh, for a ride. The second um, step. Press the button for the fourth floor. Do not get out when the elevator reaches the fourth floor. Stay in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. Do not get out when you reach the second floor. Stay on the elevator and then press the button for the sixth floor. Don't get out on the sixth floor. Stay in the elevator. Go back to the second floor. Don't get out there either. Stay on the elevator and press the button for the 10th floor. At this point, some people have reported hearing a voice calling to them on the second floor during this middle section. Do not reply. Do not answer in any way. No. Basically ignore it. God. So what I'm hearing is we should definitely play the elevator. (laughs) Absolutely You can do it by yourself. No, thanks. I will be nowhere near you. Do not get out once you've reached the 10th floor. Stay on and press the button for the fifth floor. It has been reported by some that a woman may enter the elevator on floor five. She may appear as a stranger who wishes to engage with you. More importantly, she may appear as someone you know. It is important that you don't acknowledge her in word or looking at her. If the elevator you're in is reflective... If it's reflective, like mirrors are around you, look at the floor uh, and the or the buttons only. <laughs> I am literally like, we're not in an elevator and I am so uncomfortable. Okay, I'd like to describe the energy cringy. I am like I I can't like do anything. Oh, I'm continuing so until the end. Oh no, you're on this ride with me. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so we're staring at the buttons. Now press for the floor. I like my cry. Like that's how I feel right now. (laughs) Now press the button to head to the first floor. And if instead of going towards the first floor, you instead begin to ascend to the tenth, then you have done the ritual correctly. However, and this is very important, if you do go to the first floor, then you have done something wrong. Get off on the first floor immediately. If the woman is on the elevator, then remember, don't acknowledge her in any way. If you reach the 10th floor, you can either stay on the elevator or exit the elevator. Some have reported that upon attempting to leave the elevator, the woman will try one last time to engage with you. She may raise her voice and ask where you are going or what's wrong. She may shriek as you cross the door's threshold. Keep your wits about you and don't engage or look at her even out of fear. There's only one way to know... If you have traveled to the other world for sure, ah. you will know because you will be the only person there. I lowered my volume. I have I to know. take a break. <laughs> I am um, like, I, my heart is like convulsing right now. Like I, oh my God, I can't even imagine. Listen, you're safe because you have not, not once in your life done the elevator game. <sighs> Traveling back to your home world. This will make you feel a little bit better. I think. <laughs> Uh, or if you, oh, hold on. There's two different things for if you do get off or you do not. If you don't exit, it's just two steps. Press the first floor button. Keep pressing until the elevator begins to move. Once you have reached the first floor, exit immediately. Don't exit on any floors but the first. Don't acknowledge the woman if she is on the elevator. Just stay silent. Don't talk to anybody. Or if you do get out, there's more to this one. Yeah. The elevator you use to get there is the only one you can use to return, so remember it. When you oh get my back God. on the elevator, press the buttons in the same order you did in steps two through eight, which you use to travel. This should take you to the fifth floor. Once you have reached the fifth floor, press the button for the first floor. Don't be surprised 
when you begin to ascend again to the 10th floor. Don't panic. You can press the button of any floor lower than 10 to stop ascending, but you have to do it before you get to 10th floor. Some have described feeling called not to cancel the ascension, but you must. Once you have canceled the ascension and reached the first floor, make sure that everything seems normal to you. If anything seems remotely strange, if you hear anything you should not be hearing, if you smell something you don't recognize, then don't get out of the elevator. You have to repeat step two until everything on the first floor seems normal. This is very important. Once you are satisfied that everything on the first floor is as it should be in your world, then you can exit the elevator. Would you like some fun facts about this game that people have reported? How many people have fucking died playing this um, game? They haven't died, but they've just been lost in the other world. So it's just, um, listen, the other world has been described by travelers as dark, but otherwise exactly like your home world. Again, you will know that it is not your world because no one else will be there. You may see a distant red cross through a window. This may be a cross or it may be something else. Electronics often don't work, but some have posted videos claimed to have been taken while traveling to the other world. You may become disoriented if you exit on the 10th floor. You may feel dizzy, be vigilant, pay attention to how you're feeling, and keep your wits about you. <laughs> if you pass listen. out, listen, this is the best one. If oh, you pass geez. out, you may wake up at home, but understand it may not be your home world. It Stop. also may not be the other world you intended to travel to by invoking this ritual. Examine everything around you to make sure is it, everything is as it should be. Stop it. That's so get, scary. If you do not, why would anybody do that? If you get on the wrong elevator for, on your return trip, then don't enter the return sequence. It's not going to work. Regarding the woman. All right, listen. Do someone not someone has to way too much time on their hands. Do for not this. look. D don't speak to the woman. Do not look at the woman. Don't check to see that she is still there because she is. And that's the Korean elevator game. I hate it. I know me too. I also hate it. So some people like I'm said, literally nowhere near an elevator right now and I just feel so uncomfortable. Some have said that she's acting like she's playing that game. So maybe she did succeed and she went to the other world and she just somehow ended up on the roof in the water tank. We don't know. But that's the thing is she's pressing so many buttons. And the elevator doesn't move. Yeah, that's that's so maybe that was just kind of my fun theory that nobody really believes in. But I thought, but oh, I maybe about that too. But what but if it's it... possible? Because she's acting so weird. Like, do you think she's talking to the woman? Maybe. But because it she would have been that... in, a, in the elevator though. That's true. But she does leave the elevator. She talks to someone and then she goes back in. So what if when she's outside, she's talking to the woman and she's entering as she's speaking to her? Because they oh, said that you yeah. will recognize them in a yeah. way. That's oh. true. So she maybe she's we like, face. Damn it. what the fuck are you here for? Yeah. You know, like, where'd you come from? Mm -hmm. And now she's all confused and she gets back in because the woman went back in. Oh my god. I literally, like, I just feel like all the heebie-jeebies right oh, now. I know. So, what's... I don't my know mac and guys... cheese is in my heart right now. <laughs> so, what, it, what is you guys' series? Like, what do you think? I think that the whole situation is just so weird. Like, to, to me, personally, there's no theory that, like, if you actually think about it logically, that actually makes sense. I know. There's Except always for okay, the idea that foul play was involved and maybe it was a hotel employee because yeah. a hotel employee would have been able to shut off the alarm yes. about getting to the roof. Right, exactly. But the my problem with that theory is that I feel like there had to have been surveillance footage of her. Yeah. That's Somewhere. the weird thing. Is like, Unless all the surveillance footage was gone or doctored or lost. I mean, or... what I can say for the hotel is that it really wasn't kept up. So maybe the cameras just weren't working or they were just really shitty and they just got nothing. Like, I don't know. Um, it's just a lot. Like, there's... A I mean, it's possible, nothing. too, that nobody even checked. Yeah. What if? But, like, who's having... 
you gone to like a hotel before and maybe accidentally opened the door or like opened an emergency exit that you weren't supposed to and the alarm was fucking loud like i've done it by accident before and wow i could hear that like you like you'd think right you'd say theory mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're talking about security cameras yeah we're talking about security alarms right we're talking about restricted areas mm-hmm in this hotel mm-hmm. obviously there's something not right about it whether yep. it be paranormal just sketchy people working it i don't even know but the fact that there's barely any footage of her in the hotel it's beside the elevator and for her what leaving the lobby like maybe once or twice don't you think that maybe security cameras maybe were like tampered with destroyed or maybe. turned off and so are the alarms like you and maybe. the restricted areas are only known by people that work there maybe so like my theory would be someone that works there who's like in the security yeah i mean that would make sense because like the, the hotel hell... covered it up right like how the yeah. hell was she supposed to get in there by herself like there's no way like, I don't know about, like, you guys know more about true crime. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more of, like, the CSI kind of thing. But isn't that, like, the first thing they ask for is, let me see. Video footage. Video footage? Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, show me the security cameras. What year? Especially in a hotel, 2013. So it's relatively Well-equipped. Recent. So there should have been security footage, you'd say. Definitely well-equipped. But, like, a lot of it, like, if she was staying there for however long she was staying there, there, there should have been footage of her, like, right. the whole time. That's and how thing. old is she? Uh, 21. You would think there'd even be a higher security with Younger so many young travelers. There. Yeah. That's, you know? that's the thing, though, is, like, it's such an old hotel. It's... It was not a very nice one at the time. Like when it was, like I said, when it was first built, it was great. Whatever. Who great. Awesome. But like it just fell into disrepair and like maintain maintenance wasn't up to standard. Like it was just kind of a place where people would go. Uh like I mean, Richard Ramirez fucking stayed tell. there. Is seedy, you know? So it wasn't it just wasn't a bad quote-unquote bad part of town so i don't know i mean that's that's kind of my devil's advocate side of it where it's like maybe they just didn't care because maybe they're trying to keep their clientele coming back i mean i guess it's possible that like obviously none of us have seen like a diagram of where the cameras are in this hotel so we're just kind of assuming that there's more footage but it's possible that there isn't but I just find it strange that the only footage that anybody has seen of her is that really strange footage of her in the elevator. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like, freaking weird. It, it just seems like manipulated. Right. Right. I but the I don't know that, by who or why. Right. And the fact that that theory about the elevator ritual just happens to be, oh, you know, we're just in a haunted hotel. So, Doesn't you know, help. it's known to be, ho- it's known, known to be haunted. So it's like, do we just throw out this really strange theory instead of like, oh, we may have injected her with some crazy stuff? Yeah. And that's what like we it do doesn't... to a bunch of young guests. I... You know what I mean? It's, I don't know, dude. Like, But there's also a theory, right, that she was maybe like possessed. Like yeah. because of the, how like haunted the hotel was and stuff and how they- Listen. Look at this for a second. This is what it looked like before oh, we no. branded. Oh god. See? Okay. Kind of so 700 rooms. Creepy. Like look, it's old, it looks creepy. It would have been nice back in the 20s, but Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking at hauntings in the Oh yeah, a lot lot of um completed suicide. Famous killers. Hotel. They literally have a section on their hotel <laughs> website that's called Famous Killers. Of course. Yeah. Listen. 
Richard Ramirez. Oh, Jack Unterweger. Um, from Austria. He's also a serial killer. Stayed there as well. Great. Mm. Yeah. It's just such a strange situation. Like, the logical explanation for it is that somebody put her in the water tank. Because there's just no... If you're thinking about it, like, from a pure facts, logic, you know, general kind of thought process, then that's the only thing that logically makes sense is somebody put her in the water tank. Nothing clicks. Like, you know how sometimes the case is, like, open shut? Like, yeah, just everything makes sense. This just doesn't. Like, these are the water tanks. This is... Right, they're huge. Ginormous. It just doesn't make sense that she would have been able to get in there herself. Exactly. Ew. But the, the problem is, too, is that there was no signs of any other, like, trauma on her body. Yeah. Like, if she had been kidnapped or tied up or somehow... Coerced into going up there or something, like... Like, you feel like there pushed. was evidence of that. And, like, where is it? Like, if she climbed out, why didn't they fingerprint? Why didn't they look for fingerprints, shoe prints, marks, indications that she'd gone out the door or out the window or up, you know? It's so strange. Did they look at her clothes for DNA? That's what I want to know. Because, like, yeah, water gets rid of a lot of that very quickly. But, like, you never know. Yeah, but not a clump of hair that's, like, stuck or something. No. But I've seen weirder, so not, not personally, but you know, <laughs> in my, yeah, see, this is, it's like, look at what she had like, look to at those do people. to get up there, to get in there herself. Like, it just, it just doesn't seem possible, especially being a relatively small woman. Yeah. Like, yeah, even if, small. I mean, because you know how there are stories about, like, moms on adrenaline that, like, lift up cars? But if you're, like, right. like it just doesn't yeah. seem to me, like, if one of the main theories is that she had kind of, like, a, some sort of manic episode because of taking her medicine wrong or something. Yeah. Like, I just don't know if that's the same I, thing. I, mean, I really... I just don't think that's maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, me personally, it's just my opinion. I just she had intentions of going home. Like I don't like even if she did, she, she would have said something to the family and the family never said anything about that. So it's like Right, like it doesn't seem like it was like a suicide. Right. Like she, she definitely just didn't climb into the water that. tank with the intention of killing herself. What if what if that woman she saw on the 10th floor, aka the roof? Mm-hmm. What if she what if she I need to look this followed up. her out onto the roof? And somehow maybe she was trying to save the woman from going into the tank or something. So the Cecil or Stan Main has 14 floors. Oh, so oh. the 10th floor was not the roof. No. 10th floor is not the roof. No. Never mind. I just, it baffles me because it's like, that's what I think too. That's just like, to me, if you're thinking from a pure logic standpoint, like I am an accountant, like my brain is, but actually an accountant, not the TikTok. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But like, that's how my brain works. Like I just. To me, I'm just like the logical explanation first. And to me, it just seems like it was probably foul play and an employee was involved that somehow would have known, A, how to get to the water tanks and B, well, B, how to like get into the water tanks and C, how to like shut off that alarm. There is no way she knew how to get up there without help. No chance. There's no way. Workers only knew this. Here's a list of all of the deaths at this hotel starting in 1931. Oh my god. 
Uh, suicide or other. Any other um, drownings? Any other drownings? Wait a second. Oh, no. 2015. The latest one was Where's the correlation? Where's the correlation? Are they all... These are all just... More travelers? Are they all around the same age? Nope. No, because there's 50, 65, The latest death at this hotel was in 2015. The man was found outside the of hotel. the hotel. Some Might have jumped. Release the lamb. Here we go. Again, the roof, though, no? Mm-hmm. It seems but, like, like a lot of people jumped. It's really specific, though. Like, if somebody was like, oh, she got up to the roof and jumped, like, that would have been a little different. But, like, specific in a water tank. Like, how? Too specific. Nothing about that. If if you believe in, you know, all the paranormal stuff, nothing about it will ever make logical sense. Nope. So, does the fact that none of it make logical sense make it make sense that the paranormal was involved? Maybe. I would think so. It's just, I, it's I so just weird. Heard. Is it some really strange way of trying to cover up foul play? Either one of those things makes sense to me in my brain. I don't know. Um, like, there's no way you can get in that tank yourself. No, there's physically no Close chance. the door behind you? I mean... Perfectly, so it's perfectly closed. And there was no alarm triggered. Of her going up like, to the roof. Even like if she wouldn't a, have been able to shut it off. Even if it was a, an, a rundown, even if it is a rundown hotel, you would think that the minimal safety precautions would be there, like alarms to keep people from getting up on the roof. Considering how yep. many people have jumped from the roof in the past. Um, well, the Black Dahlia is associated with this hotel too. Oh, really? She was reportedly seen at the Cecil's bar shortly before her death scary yeah i don't like that uh okay also richard found ramirez. in her room richard ramirez and jack untavega untavega austrian my guy <laughs> can't say it jack unterweger it's german duh <laughs> all just like okay a lot right it is a lot and the, that's the part that's the hardest for me is that we literally have been saying this the whole time, but like nothing makes sense. Like well, none, of the, none of the facts like connect. And like, no. what was she doing in the elevator? Who was she talking to? Was that footage doctor? Like, it's like, there's just no answers. I know. I know. That's it's freaks me out. Cause it's like, I think it's a mix. I don't, the thing is, I don't know. I can't definitively be like, oh, here's what I think. This is my theory. Because everything is weird and everything is like a little bit of each one makes sense to me. So it's like. And it all kind of contradicts you know? itself too. Yeah. Like it's like, it can't all make sense. It like, but none of it makes sense at the same time. I don't It's really. Just the thing that weirds me it's- out too is the fact that she, her clothes were floating right next to her. I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't but there were also no signs of sexual assault. So it's like, it doesn't, if granted, none of us are sexual assaulters. <laughs> but I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you are correct. think if somebody like went through the trouble to like, that would be the wrong thing take to do. Take all right? of her clothes off. Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you think there was some kind of sexual motivation to that? Well, I mean, the autopsy showed that there wasn't, so they obviously did an examination for that. But if you're somebody who's trying to make it look like that wasn't what was the case, wouldn't you not take her clothes off? If you, if she was dead going into the (laughs) But she wasn't dead going into the tank because her cause of death You put her clothes back on, though. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so Wait, someone, why would you? If you were the person, it's hypothetically, if say I was the person that did this and there was a sexual component to it, I definitely wouldn't 
just leave her clothes off in the water tank because that is kind of an obvious tell of this was sexually motivated. <laughs> like you would want to throw them like off frantic... your tail. Yeah. No, but like not even like frantic, like, oh crap, I forgot, to, put... I forgot to get yeah. rid of her clothes too. Yeah. The, the you know, thing I mean... is, is there was no other injuries. Like her cousin's death like was drowned. Though. The thing is, like, wouldn't you have something on your hands if you're climbing? out and climbing in and pulling this big ass tank lid over to close you in like you would have she would have something on her hands i don't know if maybe it was just because she decomposed enough like i don't know does anyone know what temperature the water is Mm -mm. see this is what doesn't make sense to me is granted none of it makes sense but secondly what secondly doesn't make the most sense to me is that her cause of death was drowning, which would lead to this, the idea that she was alive when she went in the tank. Mm-hmm. So, and there were no signs of other drugs in her system. Uh, you have tiny hands on your face right now. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and this is baffling. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't continue your thought. I would disgrace humanity. It's fine. It's okay. This is all very heavy. Sometimes you need tiny hands to lighten the mood. Uncomfortable laughter. So, what I'm thinking is if she was alive and she was put into the tank, then she somehow her clothes must have been off yeah before she was in the tank right so if there was foul play involved but like they didn't kill her i don't i just doesn't make any sense none of it makes sense anytime i start to form a thought i'm like this doesn't make sense derailed right i know um what was i gonna say i can't remember baffled it's baffling right it is baffling. Uh, and it's wild because, like, it's things like this that there's just not enough information to make you be convinced that it will ever be solved. No, I know. Which um, is so disheartening, like, for really her family and for anybody else that knew her. Is it's like she seemed like, like just looking at her picture it just seemed like she was like a bright little like happy person and it's and like she just wanted to travel, travel. And, like, i know see the world and like you take oh, that trip by yourself it's so and efficient like, i mean and like it, um, mental health does not define a person so like oh, the, no. they're focusing Absolutely. so heavy on the, i mean you know neurodivergent people you know you don't know what's going on in their heads so for all we know maybe it did have to do with her mental illnesses and she just it was a bad combination of meds and no meds versus like what her brain was doing and being in a new place and maybe spooks were a part of it like who knows we don't know and you know but it it just it seemed to me that she was working through all of those those issues that she was having the struggles and stuff so it, she, didn't she was on the medication and everything right. so it's like there everybody was yeah. aware of these issues whether it was yeah. recently diagnosed or not like she was definitely at least taking steps towards managing it which oh, yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that if she was taking the medication incorrectly then didn't trigger something right and I it's mean, it's very tricky especially with like bipolar um depression anxiety like all of that so like you know it's just a weird cocktail of bullshit going on in your brain and for all we know maybe she just was in the middle of a manic episode and this poor girl just ended up (laughs) the wrong place wrong time wrong situation which we'll never fully know for sure which sucks so bad but of course you know uh take care of yourselves mental health mental health is important (laughs) yes trust me (laughs) and i feel like that's something that's so easily tossed aside oh yeah she was just manic no you don't know you don't know what's going on in a person's brain everybody is different whether you have like diagnosed mental health issues or you could be diagnosed with the same exact thing as someone else and your symptoms will still be different 
Mm-hmm. And everybody's different and everybody's, even if everybody has, you know, if you're looking at two people that have the same, you know, whether it's bipolar or any other sort of, you know, mental illness, it's going to affect each person differently. Yeah. So just because one person with bipolar disorder has never experienced a manic episode doesn't mean that it's not going to happen to anybody else. Yeah. You never know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's such a mind fuck. It is. Like the more yeah, you literally. About it, the more it doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't know like, what fucks me up more is the really fucked up cases that they're caught and they're just, you know, they're a psychopath or the ones that are unsolved, but you don't know for sure if it's like foul play or not. Like, I don't know. For me anyway, that's. Uh, at least, know. at least if there are people that are like uh convicted and you know whatever it's closure is closed you know it's exactly done. like you yeah. you know who it was you know that they did it and it's over where it's like unsolved cases i feel like are just so much more disturbing just yeah. because especially for things like i mean it's been basically eight years at this point since her death yeah. Yeah. And there's no real like additional updates. You know what I mean? Like it's right. looking at this point, like there may never be a resolution. I hate that. I think to me is more disturbing. Yeah. Which well, is like you'll never know what happened to her. And if there is a person that's responsible, then they'll never be held accountable. Oh, absolutely. That's the worst part. I mean, these unsolved cases and the more time goes by and you're like, what the fuck? But I will leave you with this. They did publish her toxicology and autopsy report. So if you wanted to take a look at that, you can do that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's the case of Elisa Lamb. It's disturbing, unsettling and unsolved. As of now, that I know of. As of um, February 6th, 2021. Yeah. Um, but uh, when this comes out, I'll put the uh, links of the articles and websites I used for research. And I maybe if I can get it, oh, frick. Um, I can post the talks report too. So, yay, we did our first episode. 